This is Sound and Vision from KEXP in Seattle. I'm Emily Fox. Today, March 23rd, marks the one-year anniversary of Washington State's Stay Home, Stay Healthy order. It was put in place to help curb the spread of the coronavirus. And so much has changed since then. I mean, I'm just thinking back to that week, one year ago, cobbling together some supplies to try to broadcast and produce this show from home, like borrowing some gear, purchasing some gear to try to all make it happen and just think, oh, this will just be a few weeks. Ah, the rest is history. But today on the show, we want to talk about another coronavirus anniversary. So March 20th marked the one-year anniversary of Bandcamp Fridays. That's where Bandcamp decided it would waive its 15% share on digital music and 10% share on artist merch. So that meant more money was going directly into the hands of artists and labels. And this was in response to venues closing and shows and tours getting canceled, which is a large chunk of artist revenue these days. Here's my recent conversation with Josh Kim. He's COO of Bandcamp. He talked about the impact of holding Bandcamp Fridays every month for the past year. Looking back on the past year, it's pretty inspiring, you know, just to tell you a little bit about how this started out. Um, you know, we did our first Bandcamp Friday on March 20th. That was really just, I think, a week or so after things got really serious with the pandemic. I think that was just maybe a week or two after the NBA shut down, where schools were shutting down, the EU travel ban was put into place. And as a company really built around the mission of supporting artists, um, there was obviously a lot of internal discussions, you know, as tours were getting canceled and, you know, other revenue streams were drying up. We were like, what can we do to support artists? And um, we'd done fundraisers in the past for other organizations uh, where we would donate our share of revenue. So we had done fundraisers for the ACLU, for um, Transgender Law Center. And we came up with this idea, you know, kind of just consistent with that to say, hey, you know, right now artists need support. Why don't we just waive our revenue share? Um, and, you know, our expectation was that we would do this one time. Who knows? Maybe the pandemic will be over in three weeks. <laughs> Obviously, it was not. And we um, set it up. The response was incredible. You know, we thought maybe it would be around what some of our bigger fundraisers in the past had you know, raised about a million dollars in a day. You know, this hit that this blew that out of the water. It was uh, four million. And that was including the fact that we were dealing with higher traffic than we've ever had before. Um, so the site was loading slowly. And yet even then fans were just pushing through to support artists. Um, and we realized that, hey, that, you know, there was such a culture of at Bandcamp of supporting artists. We wanted to do this uh, continually throughout throughout the year. And we also thought at that point, you know, we'll keep doing this. Who knows? Maybe it will uh, peter out. People will get uh, run out of artists they want to support. That didn't happen at all. Um, we've pretty much consistently had this for every month for a year now. And since that first one, we've uh, on those days alone, we've raised $48 million for artists. That's money that went directly into artists' pockets. To give you an idea of kind of the scale of that, I think it took Bandcamp six or seven years of its existence before 
it actually raised that much money for artists. Um, so this is over the course of essentially 12 days. We did as much transaction volume and supported artists as we did in the first five or six years of existence. Um, so yeah, the impact has been massive. And of course, on a personal level, we've really seen um, artists on social media everywhere and in our customer support inbox telling us about how They've been able to buy groceries, how they've been able to help cover their mortgage, pay rent. Um, yeah, it's been really inspiring to see. So, you know, when you say, you know, over the course of a year doing these Bandcamp Fridays, you've been able to raise $48 million for artists and saying that first Bandcamp Friday, you wrote, you were able to raise $4 million. So I just, I, I busted out my calculator, $48 million divided by 12, so one day a month for 12 months. Basically, you're able each month over month, you were able to raise four million dollars each month for an entire year for artists, which is which is amazing. And I know last time when when I interviewed you, I was asking, you know, what does this mean for Bandcamp's bottom line to just say, you know, for a day, we're waiving our fees. We aren't going to make any money off of this day. You know, it's going to go just to processing fees and to the artists and labels themselves. And I'm, I'm curious, having done Bandcamp Friday for a year, have you just overall seen more business and sales come to Bandcamp because of just this effort that you're putting forward? Really, the business has not suffered at all. And in fact, um, because of that heightened activity on those on those days, we're getting tons of new fans, new artists, new releases. And um, of course, Bandcamp is a music community um, as much as it is an online record store or marketplace. And so by having these new fans, new artists and new releases being put into the mix on these Bandcamp Fridays, you know, we're seeing increased activity kind of across the board. So it really ended up being um, a pleasant surprise to see that effectively it was almost no cost to us to do this, even though we're waiving our revenue for a day, um, because the community really pays it back pretty quickly um, by bringing more fans, more artists and more, um, more music to the platform. And I also want to mention, um, as, as Bandcamp has, has mentioned before, you know, on Bandcamp Fridays, on average, you know, 93% of your money reaches the artist and label this as after processing and fees. But on a regular day, 82% of the money you are paying for an album, for a track, you know, whatever it may be, is going to the artist. So, you know, a platform like Spotify, where you're getting, you know, 0.0032 cents a stream or whatever it may be, you know, a fraction of a cent per stream, 82% of your dollars paying for, you know, an album or whatever is going to the artists themselves. So it's a very different funding model than we are seeing in the streaming era that we're in. Totally, totally. Yep. And I think that's, again, something that we, you know, it's great to see our fan and artist community really understand that and internalize that and talk about it, you know, all over social media. And obviously, most importantly, translate that into actual behavior and putting their hard-earned dollars towards music and artists that they really believe in. And, you know, that's exactly what Bandcamp is about. As I had mentioned before, you know, on an average day, if someone is contributing to Bandcamp, you know, 82% of the revenue of their funds go to artists. You know, as I had mentioned, Spotify is a fraction of a percent. And so how is Bandcamp able to compete when so much of the funds are going to artists, when you have a market where a lot of streaming sites are paying a fraction of percent? How is Bandcamp able to give so much of its funds to artists and still be able to, you know, be a, a big part of the music marketplace? 
the real fact is that Bandcamp is very simple. It's uh, about fans and artists connecting directly. And um, part of that connection is fans supporting artists directly by buying their music. You know, Bandcamp was built early on to be, again, really straightforward and about this direct connection and focused, you know, differently than a lot of other companies on making sure that the business model was profitable and therefore sustainable. Um, it was really important to the team early on and is still really important for us to be able to say, hey, you know, we're not losing money. In fact, we're growing every year. And so if you're an artist and you want to bring your audience and bring your music and bring your art to our platform, we're going to be here for a long time. We're sustainable um, and we're sustainable on the terms of our existing business model where we only make money when artists make a lot more money. So I think it really does come down to business model and alignment with the community we serve and there's a difference between that approach and a lot of other companies' approach, which is go big or go home, essentially. And um, that might involve raising a ton of money. It might involve operating at a loss for many, many years um, with the hopes that eventually you'll be able to uh, build a profitable, sustainable business. And, you know, we've taken a very different approach. And I think that's really a big part of how Bandcamp's been able to just really steadily stay competitive um, in a music landscape that's gone through a lot of changes and volatility over the past few years. So it sounds like grow slowly, but with intention. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, truthfully, it hasn't even been that slow, but it's been, you know, it's been very steady and doing it again, as you said, deliberately. Yeah. So what do you think, you know, a year after you've been, you know, doing Bandcamp Fridays, you know, it's a, now a year after this pandemic hit the U.S. I mean, what do you feel like you've learned through Bandcamp Friday and, and just this type of funding model and what it has done for musicians and the industry itself? The music industry has obviously gone through all kinds of changes um, every, you know, every five years, really, um, over the past while with the changes in technology. And um, but, you know, one thing that, you know, Bandcamp has really, really stayed focused on, again, is if you give fans an easy way to support the artists that they love, they'll do it. Um, And I think that that core truth is something that has kept Bandcamp um, going for a long time. Uh, what Bandcamp Fridays, though, really did was bring that conversation into just a much, much higher uh, level of um, conversation. And um, there's also, of course, uh, other conversations about artist compensation that are happening throughout the music industry. And I'm really, really glad that it was... Uh, we were able to do these Bandcamp Fridays in the middle of those conversations. Um, so that might be the Broken Record campaign or the United Musicians and Allied Workers um, who are doing all kinds of work to make sure artists are fairly compensated. And I really hope that all of those efforts translate into artists being compensated uh, better for their work. Um, but I think what Bandcamp Fridays really was able to to do for us is show not just discussions, but total action um, of fans actually putting money into artists' pockets and really emboldened us to just continue on uh, that that strategy and just doubling down on making it as easy as possible for um, fans to support artists. And 
Another big thing that I think we learned from this is that the fans' appetite uh, for supporting artists is actually much greater uh, than we even imagined from before. I think Bandcamp's been around for over 10 years. I think we had a good idea of, hey, you know, artists should release an album once a year. That's typically what they do. And that's great. And we've seen artists actually release demos every month or an EP or outtakes or a live show and they're just doing it on a higher frequency and fans are just looking for more and more opportunities to support artists Um, and if you again if you're an artist and you give your fans that chance they're going to do it and so I think that's something we'll we'll definitely continue to build on is figuring out how to get artists more opportunities to offer things to their fans and so I think that's going to be that's a big takeaway from this past year and we'll, uh, we'll continue on that path. So Bandcamp has also announced that Bandcamp Fridays will continue through May of this year, knowing that this, while the vaccine is out there, the pandemic is not over. So at what point, and I know I think last time I spoke to you, it was just like, oh, it'll happen for a few months, and here we are a year later that Bandcamp Fridays is still going on. So at what point do you think you'll decide whether or not you'll extend to, to more months throughout 2021? You know, we're talking about that exactly right now. We're obviously so excited to hear um, about the accelerated vaccine rollout. So we still don't really know when uh, live music is going to start back up. Um, I think for artists in particular, for musicians, um, the pandemic hit them extra hard, primarily because uh, a massive revenue stream, live shows and touring was completely shut down. And it's still unclear when that will pick back up. And so we're still trying to figure out exactly how much longer um, the Bandcamp Fridays make sense. That was my conversation with Josh Kim, COO of Bandcamp, about the one-year anniversary of Bandcamp Fridays. With the first Friday of every month, Bandcamp waives its fees. Bandcamp Fridays will continue through at least the first Friday of May this year. That was Sound and Vision. If you want to help support this show, please subscribe, rate, and review, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.